You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online, schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. It's the Cooligans, stupid. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm excited about today's show because we have an awesome guest, Maria Sanchez of the Houston Dash and the Mexican national team. Have a dope conversation about, uh, you know, obviously playing, representing your country, uh, some incredible goals with the Houston Dash, and getting into absolute the trashiest of trash talk in FIFA because Maria is 100% capable. I hope you enjoyed your Father's Day. I hope you celebrated Juneteenth. Uh, I had my first Father's Day. It was dope. It was uh, obviously my son is two months old. Uh, we're still figuring it all out. But you know what? It doesn't matter if you're uh, a father for two months or for two days. You got to celebrate Father's Day with all the energy in the world. So uh, it's been great so far. And I, I want to recommend another thing uh, for Juneteenth. Uh, you know, a couple uh, if people uh, want to know more about it or just really learn more about this country's history. And if you're listening, you hear my accent. I'm in America. Um, but uh, Clint Smith wrote this book called How the Word is Passed. It's, uh, it's an incredible book. We, we had Clint Smith on a couple uh, in our, at the beginning of the World Cup, at the beginning of the Men's World Cup. Um, the, uh, we spoke to him, and his book is called uh, How the Word is Passed, A Reckoning with the History of Slavery Across America. And it's an incredible book. Uh, it was incredi incredibly impactful uh, for me. I know a lot of listeners uh, in the past, they, they had purchased the book when um, uh, after he was on the show, uh, and it had a, a strong impact on them as well. So I, uh, it's just one of those things that, uh, especially for Juneteenth, uh, and again, you want to learn more about the country's history, uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. And if also, if you're an Arsenal fan, Clint is also an Arsenal fan. So maybe that's a, another way to, uh, to connect as well. But the book is really, really uh, powerful and incredible. So I always recommend it uh, whenever I get the opportunity. So let's uh, let's get the show started. This is uh, obviously a special episode. Um, I interviewed Maria Sanchez just uh, maybe a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe a little over a week ago. And uh, and to, just to get to know her and, and talk about uh, things going on in NWSL and the Houston Dash and the Mexican National team. So uh, we had a really, really dope conversation. So uh, here it is. Here's my conversation with Maria Sanchez. All right. I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by my next guest. Uh, you've seen her in NWSL for the Houston Dash. You've seen her in playing for uh, Tigres. You've seen her obviously playing also for the Mexican national team. Um, I'm absolutely honored. I'm a huge fan 
of this player as well because uh, especially in the last uh, like two three years uh you know the, the the goals are getting retweeted they're showing up on my feed because they're they're too good to not hit the retweet button uh and i'm absolutely honored to be joined by maria sanchez of the houston dash hello maria how are you hey i'm honored to be here with you um i'm i'm excited to to get this going and, and thanks for all the compliments i you made me feel good there <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what we do here. Um, because usually when I usually when I meet footballers, I often ask the question, I'm like, uh, have you ever met a stand up comedian before? Because this is not like most like traditional soccer shows. And then what tends to happen is some players are like, oh, I'm on a comedy show. Do Are, are they going to be fun? I don't know if they're going to be funny. Do I have to be funny? Who's going to carry the <laughs> the weight of this show? So that, that's my first question. Have you ever met a stand-up comedian? No, I actually haven't. Like, I, I love to just, like, be laughing all the time. So I'm excited to do this. And, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get roasted or not. But like, <laughs> I think okay. that's, that's, like, you, well, I, I can't. I was going to say, I can't promise it'll be funny, but I will try my best. Uh, but no, we've had obviously plenty of players, especially on the Houston Dash. You know, one of my faves is Shea Groom, uh, your teammate. Uh, I'm a great personality, really, really fun uh, uh, person. Uh, so I want to at least just start there and, and just talk about uh, a, a couple of things with this uh, this NWSL season. Um, you have a fascinating story and we'll, we'll get kind of uh, through as much of it as we can. But coming back to NWSL uh, and, and, you know, with players like Rachel Daly leaving and uh, you would assume there's clearly a lot more responsibility put on you to to, you know, help this team uh, score goals. So how is the how's that lead, sort of leadership role feeling for you now uh, with the Houston Dash? Um, I mean, I think I have a lot of great leaders around me, so I think that helps a lot. Um, we have a lot of experienced players here. Um, players that have been at Houston for, for a while now. So I think for me uh, in this past year, it's kind of just been learning from them. And obviously, I mean, when I first came into the league, um, I, I kept saying, and I keep saying now, it's, it's the league of my dreams because I think I had a first shot at it uh, four years ago in, in Chicago and um, that didn't go as well as I wanted. So I think for me, it's kind of this redemption and being able to play alongside some of these players. I think they make me look great on the field, like really during off season and like just looking back, I, I see how great these players uh, that surround me make me look because they they work I, hard, and I mean, I, I Maria, love. I I love the humility because they, I mean, your cannon of a left foot also makes some other players look good. I mean, the the I mean, last year the ball that you sent to Rachel Daly for that header that looped over the keeper was insane, you know. And it was one of those things where as soon as the ball went in and she scored, um, I was looking at her. To make sure that she was thanking you first before it was like it was an incredible goal, and she should be proud of herself. But that ball was immaculate. Yeah, I mean, I think that will probably go down as my best assist, like in my <laughs> career. I I couldn't believe it. Like looking back at the video and stuff, I'm like, that is actually insane. Like if you pay attention to detail, Rachel starts at half field. 
um, passes the ball, I think, out to, I think, I believe it's like Chappie. I can't remember who. And then it goes to me. And then she's on the other side and the 18 finishing it. So I'm like, honestly, like, that's insane all around. It was. No, no. Really it, cool. It's a great uh, and a huge uh, goal to be a part of. So I know it's, uh, you know, so, I, but again, I appreciate the, the humility. <laughs> I, I want to uh, uh, talk about your. Uh, path, because you mentioned obviously getting into NWSL and it not going exactly as planned, but but you have like a really great kind of redemption story. But it, it started in a in an interesting way. Obviously, coming from a small town, uh, uh, you've mentioned a lot like not having a lot of the resources that probably a lot of uh, people that you've played with did come up with. So the fact that you were able to make it and then hit that kind of like wall where you're like, oh no, I don't know if this is exactly right. How did you get past that hurdle after kind of de dealing with that, those first initial challenges in the league? Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult. Um, I think there's times, there was times where I'm just like, you know what, maybe like, this is it. Like, I already achieved my dream. I became a professional soccer player. Like, what else can I ask for myself? But I mean, it didn't feel right. And it's just, like you said, it's a hurdle that mentally you have to cross. And I think once you cross it, it's like great. Um, but there's obviously moments during uh, week in, week out where you, you feel kind of that sensation again of like, oh, it didn't go so well this week. Um, but yeah, I think just mentality and sticking to it and like, being resilient is what helped me because there were so many times where I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Like, <laughs> I I got my degree in Santa Clara. Like, maybe I could work off of that. I never really, I mean, my whole life it's been like soccer or nothing. And right. So, um, no. So yeah. I mean, there's a there's like a lot of obviously there's a lot of players that we've uh, interviewed and especially when we speak to uh, female players, there is th that that is like a big aspect of their lives that I think doesn't go kind of uh, uh, like sort of spoken about enough about like that you're that you are kind of you are a professional athlete, but you have this thing in the back of your mind. Right. They, there was that campaign of like no side hustles yeah. uh, a, a while ago and and kind of you know, adding that legitimacy simply to the career so that you can just be the best professional athlete you can, as opposed to thinking about, uh, uh, you know, as being so close to a, uh, you know, a bartending or like, it's like, there's a lot of that uh, going on. So it's, I'm curious about the moment that you felt like, all right, this is actually working out. Was it, was it when you were at Tigres? Uh, was it somewhere else where something clicked that like, okay, I, I'm good enough to be here and I'm confident in, enough in myself to continue in this path. Yeah, I mean, listen, when I first went pro, like I was making under 15 grand a year. Like I'm very, I'm, I'm proud to say that because- As a stand-up comic, I know exactly <laughs> how you feel. Like, I've been there, sister. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I, I remember telling, like I grew up, I'm not gonna say I grew up like, poor like I couldn't I didn't have anything to eat because honestly I'm I grew up very blessed and and uh with hardworking parents that always supported me um 
But when I was making under 15 grand, it was kind of like, wow, like, like, can I do yeah. this? Like, man, you, you know, you, you're doing it because you love the sport because the money it's, it's not it. But obviously like going to Mexico, um, believe it or not, some, some salaries in Mexico, um, are higher than, than NWSL, um, going to Chivas, it was a little bit better. And, and like I said, for me, uh, I, I mean, I remember telling my, my parents, like when I would get offered these contracts, it was like beating my parents' salary wasn't really hard to beat. So I guess for me personally, going to play professional soccer, it was like my second year, I was already making more than my parents in like 30 years in, uh, in, in the U S. So, uh, my, uh, my parents, Dominican immigrants, you know, my mom, a seamstress, my dad was a mechanic. It's the, like, yeah, that, that's what I, there's a, there's a, um, I feel this sometimes when I like, uh, when I travel places, like I went to like Paris a couple years ago and I'm like, man, I got to get enough money to my, bring my parents. You know what I mean? Like, I, this is not, this is not fair yeah. uh, for everything they sacrificed for me. I gotta, I gotta give them a little bit back. I can't just out, be out here flexing on well, the ground sure. <laughs> while my mom, my parents see it. Yeah. I feel like you feel bad at some point because you're like, man, I'm living this life, which like, honestly, to some people it's like normal. That's what they grew up with. But for me, like in my second year of professional soccer, I was already like, Dang, like I, I could, I'm paying my rent. Like I, I live in, in a 10th floor in Mexico. Like I was already like, yeah. I could, I could do this. I could do that. And like, I don't know which growing up I didn't. So I guess for me, my second year, I already thought that I was like set, you know, like, and I wasn't even making yeah, yeah. that much money. <laughs> um, but well, I, I heard I heard that you um, and your siblings uh, paid the mortgage for your for your parents, for your parents house. Yeah. I mean, that I think as a professional or growing up, that's always like at least for me, that was always my dream because I always saw professional athletes do that, like men's professional athletes. And, and yeah. you know, you realize how much money you're making and like you're like, whoa, like that's kind of hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for me, that was like my first goal, like, I don't care what it is. I want to pay off my parents' mortgage because that to me was like the thing, like my dream, like obviously becoming a professional soccer player, but also like being able to, to do that for them. And, and, you know, when I would tell them about these contracts, like how much I was going to make, they were kind of like, that's how much you make. Like, you know, they had a different idea of a, of a professional athlete on like, that you make so much money for, for playing soccer or whatever. But, um, I guess to me, like that was like the first bigger paychecks that I was like, I have to. That's a beautiful, I mean, it's a beautiful, uh, moment to be able to like, uh, help your family like that. You know, I'm, uh, I'm still trying to get my mom an iPad. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm getting there. But yeah. I'll no, let you know how, how we go. It, it's a process, dude. Like, <laughs> we'll get there. Get we'll there. get yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, um, uh, so also I want to talk about, uh, so, uh, playing for, uh, Mexico, obviously, um, uh, obviously as a child of, uh, immigrant parents, that's just such a, 
uh, I'm sure that's another huge thing that they must have been incredibly, incredibly proud of. Um, but the it, it's it's tough, right? Because obviously you want to make the country proud, you want to make your family proud. But I know obviously Mexico not uh, making it to the World Cup is obviously a difficult uh, and you know and, and taxing uh, thing. But what what are your feelings about the the the, the program and and um, playing for the team and hopefully uh, uh, you know getting uh, ma- making it to the next one? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's been a lot of growth. I think, um, I I mean, I tried out in 2015 for the for the national team, and I ended up going to the World Cup that year. Um, so, I mean, to me, that was like huge. That was out of my, I mean, yeah. just I, I couldn't ever imagine that. So, um, I think for me, it started off like huge, and then now that I've kind of been through the process and like the struggle, the literally last eight years not being able to go to a World Cup, like not being able to make it. It's been very, very tough. But I think during the past year, and obviously it it took failures for there to be action, but I think um, the growth is is yet to come. And like the younger players, um, more Mexican players being involved in the NWSL, which is, I think for me, was a big part of being in this league because there has never been a Mexican uh, that's kind of been like active Prominent. in the end of yeah, the yeah. NWSL. So um, I think for me, it's kind of just uh, learning from from the last eight years. Which obviously, the first four years, you wanted I wanted to learn from that and like make a change, but um, it was kind of very difficult to do so. Uh, but now, I mean, we have a a coach from out of the country. Um, and, and we have an amazing staff and like the resources that they're adding to the women's side uh, in Mexico is amazing. So I think hopefully we could just grow from here and, and take those years. Obviously, some of us have been there the last two uh, World Cup qualifiers that we've failed to make it. And some of us have and some have only been in the last uh, cycle. So. Hopefully we take this as a, a learning lesson and, and we'll be better, um, have a better process through these next four years. I hope so. Yeah, I think it's it's um, really uh, important for, uh, you know, uh, uh, the Mexican women to also be, you know, as uh, as prominent, as as inspirational as the, the U.S. women's national team. And, and that's something you know, I know that I've heard you speak about it uh, as well as like kind of being the offering that kind of inspiration and showing uh, young girls like, hey, this is a, a real path uh, going forward. And I, I want I've spoken about this with a couple other players uh, and me being Latino and, and born in New York. Uh, and you the Nidia the, right? yeah. Nidia. That is a common thing if uh people if you don't speak spanish it just means ne- you're neither from here you're neither from there um and it, it is is essentially uh that that feeling of not having a you know where where do we belong uh and that uh it was was that a, a, a you know a very i don't know severe feeling when um uh as you were coming through the ranks and, and maybe uh, you know, trying to find your way in soccer, just trying to find your way as a young adult. Uh, like how, how much of a factor was that for you? No, I mean, it's very difficult. Um, in, in Idaho, I grew up my whole life, like 
watching Mexican league soccer, speaking Spanish, eating Mexican food. Like I thought I was really Mexican um, in, in Idaho. And then I went yeah, to yeah. Mexico and like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay. And, like, I got some work to do. Yeah, okay. I'm like, you know, your my teammates are like making fun of my Spanish. They don't like, because they're city people and like, my parents immigrated from a from a small town in Mexico, like where there's literally right, right. no Michoacan, education. Right? Michoacan? Yeah, Michoacan. Like my mom got to sixth grade, my dad got to first grade, and it's like I didn't learn that formal Spanish. I didn't learn like city Mexican life. Like I, yeah, I was like, whoa, like, and and you know, sometimes it's hard to feel welcome because no matter what, they're gonna look at you as a Mexican American, like. You're not Mexican. And I'm like, what? I like eat all the yeah. food. I know more Mexican songs than like half of you guys. <laughs> like, what? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and then like in, back in Idaho, it's not like they're, uh, you're like uh, jolly old American either, yeah. right? They're not treating you like. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just it's very difficult because yeah, here like you're still like the girl with the accent. I don't know, speaking English or like different color, and then there you're like, oh, you're Mexican American. Like you're not. Right. So, right. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine, uh, you know, embarrassing some of your teammates in training shuts them up a little bit faster. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that the only way you could speak and like back yourself up is on the field. So I'm like, the rest yeah, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. That's that language is universal. OK, yep. I, I don't need yep. it. It doesn't matter if I have an accent here. No, that's great. Uh, the. Um, uh, oh, th I also heard this uh, about you. I heard uh, that you are very competitive at FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> How serious is it? Because I'm an avid FIFA really? player. Yes. And, and I, as soon as I heard this, I'm like, all right, do I got to schedule a game <laughs> with Maria Sanchez? Absolutely. <laughs> because like I, don't, I don't really... <laughs> Here, uh, you know, some players, they sort of keep it to themselves. Uh, we have Chicharito, who's on Twitch, playing and stuff like that. So there's a I, Look, and I'm I'm on top of it. I'm like, what players are playing? And see what I'm... Right now, just to let you know, I am currently playing my an online season with Gotham FC. Okay. Uh, schooling fools out there. All right. Embarrassing <laughs> folks, okay? And beyond, you've scored on me a couple times <laughs> in, my, in my season. Haven't been happy about it. But I'm doing my best. So how serious is it with you and uh, playing FIFA? Listen, I mean, with soccer, like playing soccer, I'm pretty humble. But with FIFA, it's over. Like, you, you can't beat me. Like, Trash talk. <laughs> like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you do? Do you do, like, ultimate team? Do you just play, like, career mode? No. I mean, see, that that's where I'm different, I guess, than everybody else. Because everybody's, like going to team management and like changing this player to have this role, like defensive role, right. like don't go into the attack. I'm like, look, I'm just going to choose Real Madrid, <laughs> Man City. Put like I'm the going fault settings. <laughs> yep. Let's go. Yep. Like that's, that's all I'm going to do. And I'm going to be here, like, usually it works okay. and then they, they start like figuring me out and, and then I can't win, but yeah. <laughs> Okay. Is there any, uh, I, I remember speaking to Shay Groom and, and I know she mentioned like that the team is like, they, they're competitive with like Mario Kart and like, like Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. It, does anybody else play FIFA with you or against you? Uh, Barb. So Barb Olivieri is like the only one on the team that's like 
competitively close to me. But the other okay. day we played and just letting you know, like I beat her. Like it wasn't even close, <laughs> like four times, five times. It wasn't even close. So she how do you she feel? Uh, obviously, now that NWSL is in the game, how do you feel about your rating? How do you feel about your, uh, your the, the caricature? How uh, how do you? I saw the I saw the Instagram post, and you said I, I'm trying to par- I'm paraphrasing. You were like, I think I could work with this, which is already suggesting <laughs> a very like very a very tactical and awareness and knowledge of the game. Where you're like, I you didn't do me right, FIFA, but I'm gonna I'm gonna work with what you gave me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could always you always want more. Like, <laughs> I feel like they gave me a little more pace than than maybe I have, but so. All right. Like, all right, I'll let you guys get away with that. But um, I mean, it was freaking sick. Like I, I remember I my first FIFA that I bought was like 2006 on the PlayStation 2. And like, yeah. I remember playing all the time. Like I, I, I've always played like with other people. I never like playing by myself, but just like to be able to see myself like actually looking like me, because I think women's teams got added like three, four years ago um the national teams but they were like kind of pretty generic like didn't really look like you but when they did all these scans and stuff like to me that was insane like just seeing myself (laughs) on there and like you know what was what was the scan day like what what was what was that experience like for you i mean it was sick i think uh we we had like appointments of like come in and then you do like different faces but then when you go into like the actual trailer where they have like hundreds of cameras all around you and you're like in the yeah. middle that was like really cool like at least to me <laughs> i was like like guys you don't know how exciting this is <laughs> we're gonna be on fifa like <laughs> that's that's great yeah, yeah. that's a you know it, it, i i i get the sense that you were giddier than maybe some of the other people that were there you're just, some people are like oh another marketing thing yeah. oh, we're gonna do They're like content and you're like nah this is this is it i've made it yeah no i mean to me that was huge and then like i got to see my scan and like what i actually look like i'm like dude like <laughs> i can't gritty in, in real life but on the video game i'm like <laughs> Were you able to make any adjustments? Like, yo, add some muscles uh, there. Can you do yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, dang, I'm practicing with myself on the video game. Like, what could I be? What no, could I do this, better? This, nothing better. No, I, when as soon as they add comedians to FIFA, bro, I am gonna as be so excited. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Maria, this has been uh, so dope. Um, I, I want, I'm trying to see if there's anything I missed, but no, I, I, this has been awesome. I, I just want to wish you, uh, obviously, a great uh, rest of the season with the Houston Dash. Obviously, watching games uh, uh, all the time on Paramount, and you again, you you keep. Uh, crushing it every single time. I'm just like, every time you cut inside, I'm like, that's it. She's going to send those ball into the far post and absolutely crush it and uh, just humiliate another <laughs> goalkeeper. But uh, no, the, the dash have looked uh, uh, great so far this season. It's been uh, really, really fun to watch uh, you uh, and the rest of the squad. So, uh, Maria, is there anything you want to let people know before we go? Uh, I don't know uh, where to follow you or anything you want to plug. I mean, I'm not like huge on social media, but obviously... Hopefully you guys support uh, women's soccer, go out to games uh, here in Houston, watch the Houston Dash. Um, I think you'll get great quality soccer, very physical, very fun to watch, in my opinion. Um, So, yeah, I mean, keep supporting us and hopefully we make it great for you guys and and, uh, 
get you guys out there having fun. All right. I mean, well said. I mean, obviously on this show, we're obviously huge, huge advocates uh, of, of WOSO, uh, NWSL. Uh, and yeah, again, keep crushing it. Uh, but uh, Maria, uh, muchísimas gracias. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Like the Knicks looking to close out their series against the Sixers or the Mavs and the Clippers battling in a pivotal Game 5. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks and get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LAF. That's code LAF. LAF for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Shout out to Maria Sanchez. Thank you so much, Maria, for joining me on the show. I hope uh, everyone else enjoyed that as much as I did. Uh, really, really dope uh, conversation to, to, to have, you know, about... Not only just uh, being a professional athlete, but just being a, a you know a, a child of immigrants, and and uh, I love uh, there was a lot uh, to to that was relatable e even for me. So that was uh, awesome. So shout out to Maria again. Best of luck uh, to her for the, in the rest of the NWSL season. Uh, I, you know I know she has a very very promising career uh, ahead of her. Uh, and as always, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels. Um, uh, you know Instagram, TikTok. YouTube, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. If you're watching this and you haven't hit the subscribe button, it is literally an attack on me and my family, okay? It is a personal attack that I take high offense to. So hit the subscribe button right now. Um, and you can follow me on my personal social channels at Christian uh, underscore Polanco on Instagram and at Chris Polanco on Twitter. Uh, so hit me up anytime all right we will be back on thursday alexis will be back as well and we'll have another guest uh on that show too so uh, a lot to look forward to everybody i hope you enjoyed uh your weekend hope you enjoyed father's day juneteenth uh everything uh be blessed take care uh see you in a few days cheers have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals no well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamins. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself 
with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.